I think it's really important that people start out playing safe. So, so we the first to... one <laughs> we was start with... obviously <laughs> it's going to be... The girls are still wearing their clothing, unfortunately. A fantasy of mine is like a gay thing. That's just hot to me. This week, uh, we have a Tara topic. We're going to talk about being... Tara topic. It's a Tara topic. Okay, <laughs> so, bitches. Love you. Wow. Tara gets saucy. Welcome to Sex Uninterrupted with Tara and James. I'm Tara. And I'm James. And we are your sexy, swinging lifestyle hosts. We host our weekly show to empower you to explore your sexuality and learn more about consensual non-monogamy. We made a decision that we did not want to fit in the societal norm when it came to relationships, sex, and dating. We really wanted to open things up. So that's just what we did. Since 2013, we have explored consensual non-monogamy and have never looked back. And if you're looking for more after the show, be sure to get social with us. Our Instagram is sex.uninterrupted, and we are actually live on it during our live show. So we always are on there. We're active on Twitter as well, sxuninterrupted, and you can search us up on Facebook at sexuninterrupted. Yes, and on to the smoke show. So before every show... People were asking about it already. So... uh, (laughs) Yeah, before every show, we uh, smoke a little bit of cannabis and because we are medical cannabis users. So we just figured, and it's legal here in Canada anyways. Um, and this week, we are smoking a strain called Gabriola from Broken Coast. Gabriola has a very robust smell and a look as a hybrid with complicated genetic history unique to Broken Coast. A review on Lyft.co says, I can see why this strain is called Frost Monster, because the buds I got look like they went through a blizzard and never shook off the snow. Fairly heavy, yet uh, not debilitating high, still able to socialize, stay awake, etc. Has a slight lemony smell with a slight undertone of something I have smelled before in nature, yet cannot put my finger on it pretty good it's it's great we even smoked it yesterday for father's day (laughs) yeah with uh, With tara's dad um and you know what we smoked it and we thought this strain would be great for doing our live show because we can relax we can uh sit back and talk about everything that we have planned today we are going to bring it back to the basics when it comes to open relationships and talk about things like what what happens when one of us feel jealous yes what happens when we want to negotiate some boundaries and some rules. Yes. And how do we let a couple know if we're interested in getting down and dirty? Yes. <laughs> Thanks, James. Next, we uh, open up and reveal some of our not-so-desirable experiences in the lifestyle because our listeners requested it, and we just want to talk about some of the times where it didn't go 100% okay because we know a lot of people probably think it goes like swimmingly smoothly because we only talk about like some of the good stuff, but we wanted to kind of touch on some of the bad stuff. And we are also live, like full on live. This is, you guys can call in. If you are interested in listening to our show and you're listening live currently right now, you can call in at any time. Uh, The phone number is 866-613-1612. I'm going to say it one more time. 866-613-1612. And just before we jump into the first topic of our show, we want to say we know that it can sometimes be lonely navigating this world of open relationships. We know because that's kind of how we feel. (laughs) And although we certainly are not therapists or licensed psychologists, we do know that sometimes all you need is someone to talk to. We have helped hundreds of people on their journey with non-monogamy and are passionate about helping a thousand more. We offer private coaching to anyone interested in opening up their relationship. People reach out to us for a multiple People reach out to us for multiple reasons. It could be they're struggling to get out of the club and looking for extra encouragement, or they may not know how to go about discussing their fantasies and desires with their partner. I know that was a question earlier. So visit sexuninterrupted.com slash book online and schedule your free 20-minute one-on-one session today. Now... On to the show. Oh, um, so yeah, we are as as we said before, we are actually recording this live on the radio, and uh, it's actually kind of fun. Uh, this is a new experience. We did set up a studio in our house, so we kind of now have microphone stands. And if you hear Tara turning away from the microphone, it's because I'm a fidgeter. So she's like <laughs> going back and forth, and if you can hear her voice, it just I'm like trying to point her mouth towards the direction of the microphone. I can't so. sit still. It's so hard. <laughs> All right, so we just kind of wanted to talk about some lifestyle basics, and we have our drinks here. And, cheers. You know, cheers. <laughs> um, 
We have our koozies on We're our... We're popping our cherry. Yeah, this our is... Our live show cherry. A lot of fun. So first thing we did want to talk about, and it is probably one of the most important things, I think, when it comes to non-monogamy. Um, one, obviously, is taking the first step into it, but I think the fundamentals behind it is consent. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And I think that consent needs to be... Um, I think that's step one. I think that comes before even getting into lifestyle. I think so too. I think, well, and I think you should be practicing it in almost everything. Exactly. Like, you know, we ask, we, I even ask for a hug and it's something I've been, you know, trying to do more and more is, is just let people know that I'm like, I'm not there to harm you. I'm here to just, you know, if you want to hug, if you don't want to hug, I'll shake your hand. Well, and I think there's just varying degrees of what consent means to people and you need to respect all of them. And to some, because of sexual abuse trauma, they may sh- completely shut down when they are given a hug by somebody that they don't know. And so it's really important just to check in and maybe ask before. I mean, like maybe if this is like your very best friend, you don't need to ask every time because you have more of an established bond with them. But if this is the first time you're meeting somebody at a party or a club, it doesn't hurt to ask. It's sexy. Yeah. <laughs> ask first. Ask, yes. for, ask for everything. You know how great it is to hear like the like the enthusiastic fuck yes. Like, you know, can I have a hug? Fuck yeah, give me a hug. I'm a hugger. Right? Like that for me is like oh. It helps you to be become more vulnerable, which is basically what the lifestyle is is being more vulnerable than you typically were believed that you could be. And without being without that ability to feel vulnerable and and free and safe safety is a huge thing, then how can you experience everything that you want to experience? hundred percent. It just, I, it I helps with the PTSD. It helps with the trauma. It helps with everything. I mean, what, what did I say earlier? One in three women are sexually abused at some point in their life. I think it's like two in three and one in three men. Wow. That's, See? That's gross. Yeah. Um, yeah. So consent is definitely number one lifestyle basic. <laughs> yes. Now remember Tara. Talk into the microphone. I am. I'm trying, James. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and a- another sort of like little fundamental tip, which is um, we we refer to it a lot, um, is the foundation of your core relationship. Um, if you're in a polyamorous relationship and there is no core relationship, we completely understand that. And you know, good luck to you on that journey because that's wow. you know that's a that's something for me that I don't know how you guys do it, but fucking right on fucking right on. But anyways, um, strong foundation, um, making sure that your primary relationship has the foundation that's set to be able What's to- What's a strong foundation, James? Well, good communication. Yes. Right. Um, obviously communication, um, and obviously communication. <laughs> <laughs> I think that just talking about everything and talking about different scenarios and playing them out without actually experiencing them and thinking about where your headspace would be and just talking about them with your partner and expressing all of this stuff. Without fear or shame or guilt or some negative emotions attached to it. Because I think that sometimes if you don't feel like you have the space that you can communicate, you're not going to. So it's a two-way street as well. And when it comes to communication, I always say practice confidence, clarity, and compassion. The three C's of communication. You know, be confident in how you deliver your message. Be clear about the message you're delivering. And use some compassion because sometimes you're you're rattling some pretty tough um, conditioning that people grew up with and it, it there's a lot of fear attached to that sometimes. So just making sure you're being compassionate of that with your partner really goes a long way. Absolutely. And a- another big one that I know you talk about in your spiritual slut program mm. um, is self-love. Um, we always say, it's like, how can you love somebody else if you don't love yourself, right? Like, how can you do, how can you get to that point where you're fully like invested in somebody else? How can you find your rules and boundaries? Well, that's next. How can you say no? Like all of these major things in the lifestyle come down to being able to love yourself. Being able to protect your primary relationship, Mm -hmm. right? Your Mm -hmm. primary relationship becomes everything. Mm -hmm. And you got to make sure that your, you know, your, your fundamental relationship, the primary relationship is the primary focus. Sex becomes a bonus. Like the relationships, everything else, sex becomes a bonus. It does. Um, And after communication, obviously that leads to 
Rules and boundaries. Which we just talked about. Which are basically, um, I and I've started to realize maybe the word rules is a little bit rigid. There's red lines I've heard being used as a term instead. Because rules is like we're trying to destigmatize rules, right? So why are we going to put rules back into our relationship? So rules and boundaries, discussing them with your partner, um, playing through scenes in your head. Like what happens if this happens? What happens if that happens? And it doesn't always have to be bad scenarios either that you're talking about. It can be good ones too. And that leads to understanding more of your desires and fantasies. So as you're exploring the rules and boundaries or the red lines and and boundaries. I, I still like rules and boundaries. I think rules are never meant to be broken and boundaries are situational. Situational little flow. Our only rule right now is literally that we don't play a part. But even that has been situational at times. Well, we don't play a part like in the same. We've never played in like different houses. Yeah, no. Or so going to like parties separately. Or been to the same party. Like we've never done that. So that's our one hard rule. Everything else is kind of malleable. Um, it just, it moves, um, it moves a little bit here and there, like our boundaries and stuff. But um, I always say don't ever change your rules in one evening because your rules are meant to be protected by your relationship. And mm-hmm. I don't think that in, in one evening when you mix alcohol um, sexiness, all that sort of stuff. You Which kinda... foreshadowing, we're going to be talking about this in <laughs> our bad experience segment. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then um, another big thing is, uh, just before we actually have to cut to a break here, is uh, jealousy. Uh, jealousy is something that's going to happen. It's an emotion. It's uh, something that's going to be brought up within the lifestyle. And mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to get away from. It really, it really well, it's is. it's an emotion like happiness and like sadness. And, and I know that we've talked about jealousy a lot lately, but that's because we get asked actually a lot about jealousy. Um, yes, we get jealous. We get jealous not only of each other. We get jealous of couples we play with playing with other couples and it's just working through things in our in our head working through this understanding where this is triggering everything and not reacting to it with anger or hostility taking the time to communicate with that strong communication foundation and then moving forward couldn't have said it better myself. And actually, we're going to cut to a quick commercial break because, uh, you know, those sponsors got to get their message out there and you guys got to listen. <laughs> and when we come back, we're going to talk about some stuff more. Some <laughs> more stuff. <laughs> Stay tuned after the break. This November, 4,000 people will be on the sold-out Independence of the Seas Bliss Cruise, offered by Lifestyle Cruising and Bliss. Why do these charters sell out so fast? Five separate playrooms, dozens of meet-and-greets aimed at various cultural and sexual orientations, themed dance parties every night, and all upper decks are clothing optional. Find out about the Bliss Experience on the two upcoming Bliss Charters in 2019. This April is the five-night Celebrity Infinity Cruise. And next November 2019 will be seven nights on the beautiful Navigator of the Seas. Couples love the electric atmosphere on our cruises, and we know that sparks will fly in your cabin. Remember, our cruises sell out fast, so be sure to call Wayne at 908-391-1977. That's 908-391-1977, or visit lifestylecruising.com. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. 
I love our 70s porn music. I'm not going to lie. It's the greatest. Oh, so many people have commented on our stupid oh. 70s porn music. And I, I don't know. I don't hey, know if a DJ guys. wants to like make something better for us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give us the rights to some music. Sure. But anyways, oh, welcome back to Sex Interrupted with Tar and James. Uh, this week, we are actually doing a live live. Um, so we are live actually in our studio in our house uh, recording this show. We thought, you know, we set up a recording studio, might as well do one live. And we're also live on Instagram. Um, you can follow us there at what? Sex.uninterrupted? Mm-hmm. That's the one. Oh, not Gmail. That's, well, no, sex.uninterrupted. Yeah. You can also That's... email us there too. Check out <laughs> sexuninterrupted.com. Jeez. Anything. Do everything while you're at it. Yes. Um, so I guess we kind of wanted to touch on this um, this one when things don't go so positively in the lifestyle. I know. I tried to name it really <laughs> positively. Like when things don't go bad. Well, I was going to say bad experiences, but that sounded like super negative in my opinion. So I said when things don't work out for the positive. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my little star child. Just, she just like sits here. She's like, yes, let's make it more, sound more positive than listen here. It's gone bad and it's gone really bad. And well, it's just been all right. Anyways. Okay, James. So. Are you, what? what's our first one? Um, so it's actually just a kind of like a. Overall. An overall. Mm-hmm. Um, getting too intoxicated. Um, on whether it be drugs or alcohol. I mm-hmm. think that uh, they kind of go, one thing about the lifestyle is, is it, it is it is a little bit more of a party atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, and the party atmosphere can tend to lead to excessive drinking and potentially doing some drugs. Um, it is, as I said, a party atmosphere. So those things kind of come with Which results in a it. maybe not so sexy time. Not so sexy time. Sometimes it could be, you know, impotence having trouble getting it up or actually passing out with your hand down a girl's pants. You've done that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Being, um, you know, even going as far as to say, like not being able to say no when you, Ah, you know, like consent boundaries being crossed. Well, that kind of goes to our, like our next sort of, some people don't get horny when they take certain drugs. They just don't get turned on. I mean, like there's so many repercussions from, overindulging in it and I'm all about moderation you know I'm not perfect I like to have fun but definitely there's a healthy balance when it comes to lifestyle because it's so easy to slip into that black area the gray area is okay but don't go into the well it kind of goes back to the point of like when you get too intoxicated the lines of consent get blurred Mm -hmm. and you know we talk about consent a lot and we talked about it in our first segment and we'll probably talk about it again and again and again and again consent is everything for us Mm -hmm. it really is and the problem is with alcohol and drugs consent gets blurred um we've had different scenarios where at different events, different places where alcohol is involved and there's excessive alcohol involved and it's readily available, such as like an all-inclusive or something. And those lines technically get blurred and people think that just because you're in the same environment, you can kind of do whatever the fuck you want. And that's where, not necessarily what the fuck you want, obviously you can't just strip down and fuck somebody because that's technically rape, but I'm more talking like, you know, touching somebody inappropriately. or Which just, kind of leads into yeah. our bad experience example is um, both times consent not being used for for me. And both times, um, I'm assuming alcohol was used because it was in a party atmosphere. And both times it was women. So that's actually, I've seen something, a, an increase in women not understanding that consent applies to them as well. And a lot of times alcohol is the main factor and why that line was crossed well we even even had it where consent wasn't used where it was like even between like the two of us we've had even some issues where it's like you know i've sometimes smacked her butt in a certain location and didn't she probably didn't want it there so or i bit you too hard or she bit me too hard you know we've been especially when you're using kink and BDSM or any impact play, like drugs and alcohol shouldn't even be involved. Well, we're talking about consent. I know. (laughs) Yeah. So one, if you're going to do kink and BDSM, completely understand, do your thing. That's awesome. But try to avoid using drugs and alcohol. We do know some doms won't even touch it at kink events. They won't, don't even have anything Mm -hmm. like they're completely dry events. 
Yeah. So it's just um, getting too intoxicated definitely has created some bad experiences for us, both in our relationship and with the people that we were at the event with. Yeah. Um, what's which, another one? Which kind of goes to like into like the next thing is like when we were when we were first starting out. Um, in the lifestyle, um, we kind of like, you know, again, had our hit and misses, did our thing, had our, you know, Craigslist hookups and that sort of stuff, which was kind of <laughs> fun. Um, but also when we did our first like major house party, we literally fucked like four couples, I think, in I think one night. Maybe even more. No, well, I don't know. But it did lead to us like hanging out with a bunch of people. And that was awesome. Like they were amazing people. And then over time, it just, it, they didn't really manifest into everything that we were looking for. Well, and I think we just like went too fast for a lot of what we were, what we were looking for. And we thought it was more of a sex based lifestyle. And that's what we were in it for. And I think as we started doing that and actually living that life, we were like, no, we're more of like a friendship, intimate connection sex being the bonus kind of people. And, um, I don't, I don't think there was regrets, but I definitely wish that we slowed down a little bit more. Neither of us pumped the brakes. That's for sure. Hell no. Well, I'm a sexual person. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) I get to have sex with a bunch of people. Sweet. Let's do this. (laughs) That just works for me. But yeah, we definitely, um, we definitely made ourselves known. (laughs) Yeah. And And actually I wanted to just like do a little bit of a, um, what's it called? Plug right now, just for people so that if they're listening and they don't want to use like um, Craigslist and things, they can use Cassidy promo code AZ Sexy for 30 day elite membership, SDC promo code 32473, and Indulge Lifestyle promo code Sex Uninterrupted for three months free. So those are ways to help you guys find people without having to do the crazy. We also have an AFF affiliate code too, but I don't really know remember what it is. It's on our website. It's on our website. Yeah. So go to sexinterrupted.com slash meet people or the other one I can't remember. Yeah. So that's that definitely helped us out um, once we moved away from the Craigslist and stuff. Yeah. And um another bad experience I think we've had a few times, and this is why we're big preachers of this, is Changing the rules halfway through. Well, I even said it in the last segment. I know. That's why I said it was foreshadowing. It was. Um, So we had changed the rules slightly. And it necessarily, well, it strikes us because we had set those up to protect ourselves to make sure that we had the based on how we were feeling before we were going into the event yeah because we again we talk about everything before going into every event even Mm -hmm. our own events that we host all the stuff that we do we literally have a conversation like hey where are we at where's our relationship at where um what are you trying to what do you want to achieve out of tonight what do you not want to have happen tonight um sort of going into it and there's a few nights where um Either it's been like a really stressful week or we haven't really been connecting that much. And I'm like, okay, we're just not going to play tonight. And then we go there and I have half bottle wine and feeling good. And James is like, hey, do you want to leave soon? And I'm like, no, we can stay. We can have some fun. I'm ready to party with these people. Even one time I got naked so that he wouldn't leave. (laughs) Yes. And then I ended up sleeping with. An abundance of women. But it, in the end, the morning, we didn't feel good about it because we, we, we. Well, we cl- felt, I felt great about the whole night. It was just the fact that but we had afterwards. set up the rule. Yeah. It was like a guilt from, yeah. from saying, you know, we didn't want this to happen. And then it did. And maybe we should have taken some more time to discuss it. But really, in the end, we shouldn't be changing our rules halfway through the night. Well, that's and it kind of goes to a point where you really have these things to help protect yourself. You really have these to make sure that you have the fundamental foundation, the good foundation, the great communication. You're clear about what you want. You're compassionate about what your partner wants. You're you're jiving really, really well. And, you know, you set up all these things to make sure that your relationship is protected and then you go ahead and just say, no, we're going to change the rules. It's like, whoa, 
that like how long did it take for us to set up all these rules yeah. you know how long did it take could some people have taken months yeah. sometimes years to even make it into the lifestyle yeah and it's like you've taken all that prep work and just thrown it out the window for yeah. one night for one quick fuck like sorry so, so i would categorize it as not a very good experience but something that we learned from right and something that we're able to take and and analyze and feel and accept and acknowledge and then we can share that with everybody that we you know that listens to our show and follows us on social media saying like this actually didn't work out very good for us when we tried this <laughs> and like and to be fair like we i should have recognized one that you may have been a bit too intoxicated to continue down this and i said i said we See, should it all leave. goes back to the drinking <laughs> yeah but it, and i should but i was drinking as well so exactly it wasn't like, you know we were just going there to you know party it up with our friends and it was an it was actually a really nice evening it was an amazing evening like to be fair it was one of the, like like great group of people, oh, yeah. like, great we had a blast. food, great everything. It was just a big, nice dinner party. It just in- and it just ended up, I guess, in a way that we had just set up the rule and it just kind of changed on us. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of our, our majorly bad experiences. I mean, we've definitely had a lot of ups and downs since then, but, um, well, we always, like, again, that's what we talk about this lifestyle. It's always an ebb and a flow. It's always yeah. got an up and it's always got a down. Sometimes you're going to be playing like four times in a month. Every weekend, you're like, rock on. And to the people that are playing every weekend, hey, rock on. <laughs> like, Hashtag slot life. <laughs> whole life. Yeah. And, uh, and then there's sometimes where it's just you don't find people you're driving with. And sometimes you don't find people you're connecting or with or you, you don't need, have time. You need to connect. Or, yeah, or even connection with your partner time or even connection with other people time. And then getting that in before the sex part because you don't want to just jump it right into sex. So there's there's always this ebb and a flow. And even having time just in, within your own life with your family, your friends, your mm-hmm. your muggle friends, your family and all that stuff. So, you know, it sometimes gets worse and and sometimes gets better and it's just always just up and down but it's always about communicating all about it and uh, we're actually going to cut to a quick commercial break and when we come back we're actually going to start answering all the questions that we've had this whole episode and if you guys want to call in again the phone number is 866-613-1612 all right stay tuned after the break when the lights are off that's no reason not to light things up Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. And welcome back to Sex Uninterrupted with Tara and James. I'm Tara. And I am James, and she's trying to fuck with me, but... Didn't work. Not today. (laughs) So we are doing our first live show, and we have left the last two segments open for listener and social media questions. If you guys are looking to have your questions answered, you can call in at 866-613-1612, and they will cue you into us, and we can have a little chat. 
Now, I know James is going through, we're doing this on Instagram Live, Instagram Live well. which has been really fun. It's always fun to interact with everybody online. Um, what are, what, what's going on? What are some questions? Right. Do you I'm have gonna anything? I'm going to cut to the, well, we had an early one. Okay. Um, how do single males approach a couple in the lifestyle? You approach them. You just walk up. You just up walk up. Hi. You got to have the confidence and just know that not every couple is there looking for a single male, right? That's yes. a big thing that so you got to understand. Of that boundary. Is that not everybody's there looking for a single male. Some people are only looking for couples, some people are only looking for single females. So if you are upfront about like, hey, I am so and so, I'm a single I'm a male. Single male. Um, I just want to kind of understand your guys' relationship. You guys like seem like great people, all this stuff. And you just put that out there. People respond to it. You very don't well. need a pickup line. I think people think you actually need a pickup line, but you, think you don't. So? Think so? Yeah. It's not like dating in vanilla world. People are a lot more receptive and usually more kind, I find. Absolutely. Yeah. Like they want to talk to you most of the time. Yep. I think it's I think it's one of those things that for us it's it's all about it's all about confidence about walking up there and just saying this is who I am and not being afraid of being shut down cuz you know we've all heard the word no and we've all you know it's pretty simple so if the couple's not interested you just hope that they would be forward enough to tell you that listen we're not interested in single mm-hmm. males no offense to you you seem like a great person and that's why like you know that's why I think that the lifestyle offers this different sort of sides of everything because it's like you know some couples are looking for a single male and would love to just be approached Mm -hmm. and one of my recommendations for a single male is if you are going to approach a female I think it would be great to approach the male first and say hi as like a respect or courtesy type of thing thing. one because you don't know if they're in like a dom sub relationship which again or and but the female can be dom I'm not denying that I was just about to say I'm not denying that look for the caller don't go against what Marcus said Yes. He's look, listening. Look for the call. I know he is. I saw him with the thumbs up. I know. But uh, yeah, I think that just make sure you understand that like, I, I don't know. I think for me, I think if a guy approached me and said, I would love to go and talk to your wife or girlfriend or, you know, I think that would be great. But like if a guy came up to you and was like, hey, is that your wife over there or something? And then said something along the lines of how long have you guys been in the lifestyles? Is this your first time here? What are you guys looking for? I think those are three really great openers that is any single man can ask any couple or or unicorn in the lifestyle to break some ice. Yes. So I have a question for you. Oh. Actually, it's technically for me. Okay. So you can probably tell who it's from. Uh, it's uh, James. What is your favorite outfit that Tara wears? Um, and it's from <laughs> Swinging Down Under. Oh. Hello, Kate. How are you? Um, yes. Um, if you I guys, don't think you pay attention to my clothes that much. Actually, you know what? That see-through dress that I bought for you for New Year's, fuck you. That is the greatest thing ever. That one? Yes. Because when you wear lingerie underneath it or you don't wear a bra and you can see right through it, I love me some titties. <sighs> that was a good question. That was a great question. Thanks, Kate. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I guess, I mean, he don't in October. What would we like to do more of? Oh, what are we going to do more of in Hito in October? Ooh, um, well, we have we haven't run anything by anybody yet, so I don't want to fucking talk about it yeah. yet. <laughs> but we are planning to do some stuff in Hito uh, for Young Swingers Week in October. Um, yeah. If you guys are thinking of booking it, just book it now. We're automatically going to be there, so you guys can come hang out with us. We're definitely doing interviews live on the beach oh, because yeah. we have our Zoom recorder. I like how we sing everything we're really excited about. <laughs> we're like, weed, Zoom recorder. Zoom recorder. I didn't sing bad experiences, so. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's all the things that we get uh, really excited about. Um, I so, yeah, we'll be doing that. Um, but we can't really share too much right now because we yes. have to talk to Brett. Yeah, we do have to talk to the owner of the event because we don't really necessarily know exactly what we want to do, but we do know that we have things in the works and we're going to be changing some stuff. Amazing things. And we're going to be talking to a bunch of people and doing some stuff. So we have another question from Swinging Down Under. Tara, aside from the people, what makes a good event? Schedule Mm. or schedule? Schedule? (laughs) Schedule. I can't even fucking say it. (laughs) Schedule or schedule? Um... (laughs) 
What makes a good event? Well, I definitely would have to say consent. I think driving home consent makes a, are you putting this on me right now? Yeah. Consent definitely creates a sexier, sexier atmosphere. Uh, it, It makes you, like I said earlier, it gives you the opportunity to be more vulnerable and put yourself out there more and be more flirty. So I think that consent definitely makes a good event. And lots of icebreakers and and ways to meet people and having the schedule (laughs) schedule like easily accessible for everybody. Um, Yeah. Like Young Swingers Week did a good job with the schedule, but there's no clocks anywhere. Oh, interesting. So at Hito, <laughs> and when Brett tried to bring them, they got yes. stolen. Yes, so <laughs> that's one thing about if you're going to go to Young Swingers Week or go to a major event, always bring a watch. Yes. It is something, it is so We're weird. We're learning this. It is so weird when you don't have a watch on. Um, I have a question here. How do you oh. know if someone is in the lifestyle? Oh, that is a good question. We're not wearing our rings right now, but there are black rings that you can wear on the ring finger of your right hand. And they seem to be really growing in popularity, actually, especially because Partners ID just, just released theirs. Yeah, they just had. Yeah. And we actually have a link on our shop. To and you get can get ten percent off with the code. I think it's SU ten. SU ten will get you ten percent off your purchase. SU ten. Yeah. Get you ten percent off. Uh, of your Partners ID ring. Yes. And they're they're not that expensive. I think it's like fifty bucks for both us um but that's a really good way of of looking for other people in the lifestyle just getting a little bit of a hint hint now black rings are kind of trending so who knows but i mean black ring is a thing the black rings for partners id have little like a little symbol on them that you could twist towards the palm of your hand so that people don't see it that you don't want to see it or if you're out in public you can twist it up to show people that you're in the lifestyle you're friendly you're a friendly motherfucker um is it still on me oh yeah totally so keep your game face on baby (laughs) so where can people go to meet others in their area besides a club um well meet and greets if if your city or area has meet and greets if you're in calgary on june 26th or july 11th Hit us up. Let us know. We yeah, got we two. Of, we got events on those days. We got our big stampede one coming up, and a speed dating one on the twenty fifth of June. And look for local takeovers. Usually, there's always like some company that's doing a local takeover somewhere in the area. You might have to travel to the next state or the next province, but they're pretty. You know, every couple of months, I'm sure you could find something. Um, and you don't like the clubs i know we should do a whole episode about this if the clubs aren't your scene but they're a great way of meeting people so i think meeting those people and trying to take those relationships outside of the club is your best way to grow your community yes definitely absolutely um leather marcus asked could we do a podcast during a live scene Ooh, that'd be sexy we absolutely can we definitely can because we can do anything sexy on the sexy lifestyle network. Yeah, we're free, like to do whatever we want. So. And uh, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna. Let, I'm gonna ask myself one more last question that we had written down from before IG. Okay. And that was how to let someone down in your community. Well, it's kind of like the people that go to your club, and so, so people you would see. Yeah, so people you would see constantly, people in your area. Um, I think that there's. Um, I think you need to just acknowledge. I think one of the biggest things that we always talk about is acknowledge the approach. Um, acknowledge when somebody comes up to you because sometimes it takes a lot of balls for them to come up to you and say something and put a move on you. Yeah. And put a move on, right? Like, cause not everybody's out there. Um, I, I think that just acknowledging the approach, but also having, um, just the kind of certain, certain ways of just don't lead them on. Get get out of the situation if you're not interested. And just be upfront. I think yeah. being upfront and honest um, about communicating about everything literally um, upfront and honestly, I think that that's your best bet. I think that's the easiest way to turn somebody down is to be honest. Because I think that's one thing about this lifestyle, that everybody's pretty much very approachable. And everybody's yeah. pretty good at, you know, I don't know, I guess managing different aspects of their life because a lot of people have to live two different lives but I think that it's I think it's something that 
uh, to be said that somebody's going to make the effort to approach you. I think you should just let them down and be honest. And if you do avoid, then remember that you're probably going to see these people over and over. So it's just going to be another awkward situation, another awkward situation. So being upfront, communicating, don't just avoid and not try and look at them at parties goes a long way. Absolutely. And we're actually going to have to cut to another quick commercial break from our live show. And we are going to actually, yeah, just cut to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to answer some more questions. We're just going to be live on live on live. They're rolling in. Anyway, so stay (laughs) tuned after the break. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Are you ready for quit whispering healthy talk? Tune in to the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show. Founded and hosted by Dr. Malfay, Peraza Godoy, and Dominique Caretzis, this program will answer all of your burning questions in a frank, casual, and uncensored manner. We'll tell you what we know and improve what you know. Turn the lights down, grab a hot cup of whatever, and join us every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time for the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. I said I cannot get enough of that porn music. God, we get to hear it right before we come onto the live, and it's like, oh, hello, hello, hello. So Do we, we have a caller about something that you guys were talking about? And you guys were going over rules versus boundaries, and not yes. to break your rules in the in the moment. We had an experience this um, past week, and we went to a club in the area, and we met a couple. We got really comfortable, and Little by little, things started happening. We got toys out, and my wife and the male, they were going to fool around. And then the moment led to uh, his girlfriend fooling around with me as well. And one of our rules was that we weren't going to share me with the female. We didn't want to do that. And then just in the moment, um, she started to give me oral. And it turned out it was too late for me to stop and ask, like, for the consent. Like, I, I did stop, and I asked, I was like, Baby, is this okay? And she's like, yes. But then after the fact, she was like, uh, you know, like I really wish you would have stopped her before she began so that we could, uh, you know, give that consent prior to it even beginning. But she mm-hmm. didn't mind that it happened, but now we're having some reserved feelings about it. So we're just wondering kind of like how do we move forward from there because we enjoyed it, but we just wish we would have taken that step beforehand before it got to that. Yeah. Well, and you you brought up a good point, um, and I I do want to reiterate this. We talk about this a lot. Um, when it comes to consent, um, one, a no means no. Yes, we all understand that one. But silence is also a no, mm-hmm. um, and a maybe is also a no. Um, but mm-hmm. also, do not ask for consent in the middle of a scene. Yeah. That is one. That's one thing that uh, we've we've talked about a lot, and I know that we talked about this in our kink podcast with uh, Marcus. Is is that during a scene, you don't know where somebody's headspace is at, where they're at within that space and that time frame, and it's really hard for somebody because you don't know if they've hit subspace and they've had five orgasms and they're completely, you know, loopy, and they're like, yeah, sure, and everybody, you know, in that space, some people are just yes people. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and. and- I th- this is very similar to what happened to us, actually. And I know for us, it took a little bit of us going back to what our basics were and working through that and knowing that I could express to him how I felt without him getting angry or exploding or being defensive as well. And mm-hmm. in the future, we set some 
new ways to avoid this. Um, and one of those is definitely don't switch the boundaries and rules halfway through. And okay. also nonverbal and verbal cues. Yes, that's um, a big one. Yes, good point. Thank you, James, for bringing that up. Um, we do have in place like ways that we touch each other or even um, simple. Like just sim- simple phrases. Yeah. Um, things like, you know, can I have a piece of gum? Yeah. You know? Um, it's hard when somebody's kind of in the throes of passion. I completely understand that. Yeah. Trust me. I've been there. I've had my balls sucked on and I wasn't realizing that she was touching me in the way that she was trying to. Yeah. Get I was trying situation. to do the nonverbal cues and he wasn't picking it up. Not at all. Um, yeah. but I think bringing the awareness to that is definitely key and it is so easy to get lost in it once you get going. And that's why I think it's just so important to, um, to not change them. And if you really feel strongly that maybe you want to talk about it, go have that conversation before privately. Separately. Yeah. And, and say, okay, honey, like this is, this is what we're okay with doing now in this situation. Um, and this is all that we're okay with. And then each of you can back each other up in the consent and communication aspect with the other couple. Okay. Does that help a bit? Absolutely. I love the nonverbal cues, like with the body language and being able to think about how we can implement that into our play in the future. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely helps us. Like sometimes it does go, you know, over the head because you're lost in passion. But Mm -hmm. I think if you're already aware to the fact that, that your partner can be communicating in that way, it does make it a little bit easier. And yeah. That's, that's true. And I think that just afterwards, you guys got to sit down and talk about, again, your rules, your boundaries, where you guys stand and, um, and also try to develop some little tools of how to, how to you to get out of those situations, right? Like you can even say, would you like some popcorn? Um, and just watch the show. Yeah. (laughs) We call it, we call it, uh, a guy actually got it, called it and he said, I got popcorned and he explained to me this thing where the girl of the opposite sex, like Anyways, long story short, couple that ended up that that didn't really necessarily always play together, and she, the female on the one side wasn't bisexual. Um, the one girl was like, "Oh, you're so hot, I want to play with you," and she's like, "Well, I'm not bisexual," and she's like, "Well, I'd love to, my husband to have sex with you if that's cool," and she's like, "Yeah, for sure." And then she went up to her husband and was like, "Hey, do you like popcorn? Let's watch the show together." <laughs> so. Like pretty much telling him like her boundaries of we're not going to play, yeah. but I'm okay with watching mm-hmm. with you. Okay, so, I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, and you can reach out to us on Instagram. I saw you you were following us on there too. Awesome, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah no problem. Thanks for phoning in. We yeah. appreciate the call. <laughs> You're our first caller on the live, so thanks. Awesome, we follow you guys really hard. Oh, thank uh, you. No, we appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Have yourself no a great thank evening. You. you too. All righty. Well, again, that was our first caller. I thought that was pretty that was pretty good. Yeah, it was fun. Tara's super excited over here. She's like all giddy and shit. <laughs> it's all awesome. I'm sweating oh. too. Oh, now she's smacking the control arm for the microphone. That's Great. Piss off, James. Yeah, because it's in my ear. <laughs> um, so I got another question here on Instagram. Uh, we have 33 seconds remaining on our live. Uh, do you guys ever check out other people for your partner? Um, yes. I.e. sees a guy he wants Tara it's, uh, my name's James, not Jim. Uh, James sees a guy he wants Tara to fuck. Uh, yeah, we. I'm. I'm I do on. it to you all the time. I'm like, oh my god, look at that hot woman. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm on Tinder, <laughs> looking for guys. Yeah, so, he screens the guys for so me. So I'm just sitting there swiping left and swiping right. There's no way I'm going through all that. No, <laughs> it's tough. Anyways, um, but yeah, I think that we're. Uh, that was our, our live show. Um, we can ask each other maybe a couple questions here and uh, stuff like that. Um, we did want to remind everybody that uh, we do are offering coaching. Um, so if you guys do need an ear to listen to or, you know, like the Eddie who just called in, you know, thank you so much. for. That's basically like the questions that I get with my coaching, actually. Yeah. It's been mostly me that's been doing the sessions. <laughs> But well, it's because my James time is available. I am available. And both my of us are available too. My times are just a little bit different when it comes to stuff. You know, Tara does likes to do this stuff full time and I'm, uh, I'm uh, out there hustling. 
hustling mm-hmm. and doing stuff. Um, I guess we do have uh, questions here that we can answer. We do have a few minutes left. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you said 30 seconds. No, I t- I said we have a little bit of time left. Oh, okay. We had 30 seconds on the live live, oh, on the Instagram Oh, I get it. No, I get it. Okay. So now we're completely on backwards. Okay. So, so I like, there was good questions. I think the great question is, what does compersion look like in your eyes? Mm, I'm all about it. What is compersion? It is feeling good about watching something good happen. So, for example, on a very non-sexual level, it could be a baby giggling like at a funny toy or something you're doing and you feeling happiness or joy from that. Right. Which we like to always say that there's probably like the main reason why most people are in the lifestyle is to see their hap- their partner happy and fulfilled. And that's one of the things yes. that we talked about a lot. Um, and we, that's what we, a lot of people talk to us about was that, you know, um, they want to see their partner happy and fulfilled, which is why they're willing to get into the lifestyle because, you know, their partner has expressed to them that they want to see, they want to be with, Maybe multiple women. Or not or, even. Sometimes they don't even express it. It's something that is in that person. They just yeah. want to see it. Yeah. We love watching each other. Oh, yeah. I think that's a big reason why playing alone isn't something that's attractive to us, at least not right now, is because we actually get a lot of pleasure from watching each other receive pleasure as well. I love seeing you with a sexy woman or even a really close friend. And I know that you feel the same way. Absolutely. I think it's so hot to like, you know, have sex with one another or have sex with multiple people and be able to watch each other receive different types of pleasure and kind of I get to watch other guys and how they fuck and (laughs) I pick up some tips. I get my BJ tips. Um, Okay, one more question. In a threesome situation. No, wait, we can't. No. Oh, we're sorry. We're we're coming. I lied. (laughs) (laughs) We have to end. Yes. So this one, we actually have to stay on time because we're live on the live, on the live, on the live. And so, yeah, and we're actually down to our last 30 seconds. So I'd like to thank everybody. Thanks. Hashtag Sue Crew for listening to our show. Um, We really appreciate it. Um, And we will probably have, we will be again uh, another episode on Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Yeah, with Whitney Miller. On, with, yeah, on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Mm -hmm. Yes. Star's going to cut me off. And until next time. Keep it sexy. Thank you for tuning into the show. If you enjoyed the sexy show, you can find more at sexuninterrupted.com. Don't forget that you can also follow us on Twitter at SXUninterrupted, Instagram at sex.uninterrupted, Facebook, and YouTube. If you want to directly support what we do, please check out patreon.com slash sexuninterrupted today and join our community. We'll see you here next Monday at 5 p.m. on the West Coast and 8 p.m. on the East Coast on the Sexy Lifestyle Network.